This is I Like That Story, a Prairie Christmas episode number six, The Ring. This is a Prairie Christmas episode of I Like That Story is brought to you by Evolution Consulting, nationwide consulting for style, speaking, and stage. Many of the stories you hear come from listeners and are my favorites, like this one I call The Ring. My memory starts in a hospital in November of 1993. My mother had just been told the cancer was back and was not going to be stopped. She asked the doctor for pen and paper and wrote a note to me, giving me a gift I would remember forever. Here's the story of that gift. My parents met in the early 60s. My dad was in the service, a member of the army band, and met my mother in a church choir. My mom told my aunt the day she met him that she would marry him some day. Later, when he was stationed in Germany, he wrote her a letter, asked her to marry him, and she quit college and headed overseas. And so, they were married. Dad's plan was to get her a proper ring after he got out of the army and established himself. Well, one child followed the other, and pretty soon he was a high school music teacher in St. Paul, Minnesota, with three children and one on the way, and bills that were always bigger than the paychecks. But they were happy. Dad was a hopeless romantic, and Mom had a wonderful sense of humor, and in each other's company the worries of life seemed to fade. In her last month of pregnancy, Mom became concerned about the health of her baby and wanted to see a doctor. Dad went along despite a raging headache. It turns out that Dad wasn't concerned about Mom, but was concerned about my Dad's headaches. Tests were run, and suspicions confirmed. Dad had brain cancer. And that day, patients were isolated, and so Mom was admitted to a hospital that delivered babies, and Dad was taken to a cancer home. Dad's cancer turned out to be aggressive, causing severe headaches, blurred vision and vertigo, and under no circumstances would they allow him to leave the hospital. Shouting, cursing, complaining did no good. He was not allowed to leave. Looking back, I wonder if he knew the severity of his illness. I do know this. Sick as he was, Dad managed an escape plan. He contacted my Uncle Bob, who was newly discharged from the army in Vietnam, and had him come by to visit in his uniform and overcoat. Minutes later, two men walked out of the cancer home together, one a soldier, the other a man in pajamas wearing an overcoat despite the August weather. That afternoon, my mother awoke to find her husband beside her bed holding their newborn baby. She smiled and scolded him for leaving his hospital bed, but couldn't hide her happiness. Here is the picture. Two young parents in a hospital, grinning like fools at their newest son. One parent named Karen in a hospital gown. One parent named John, wearing an army overcoat in August. Karen did not know yet about food stamps and welfare, and just how small a life insurance policy would be. John did not yet know that after that meeting he would go back to the hospital where he would die a few days before Thanksgiving. 
they just knew that moment of pure joy together. After a bit, he told her he had made a stop on the way to the hospital, and after kissing his son, John got down on one knee and offered his bride a small diamond ring. And with tears in her eyes and a smile on her face, Karen said, I do. Those were my parents. My father, John, died in November of 1971. My mother, 29, with three children and a brand new baby, would never remarry, and she would wear that ring until the day she died. I was the baby that Dad broke every rule to see and hold. I never knew him except for the stories my brothers and aunts and uncles told me. I knew nothing about this story until after she died, when my aunts told me the details and when her lawyer gave me a handwritten note that she wrote from her hospital bed that would be her last gift to me. It said simply, I want Chris to have my ring. I never knew them together, yet their love for each other affected me all the days of my childhood and youth to the day I got down on one knee and offered my bride that same small diamond ring. And with tears in her eyes and a smile on her face, my bride Diane said, I do. Sincerely, Chris Holmberg. Thank you for listening. This story comes out of my syndicated radio show, A Prairie Christmas, a holiday gift from all of us that I like that story. I like that story.net is where you can find out more about the places I speak, the books I write, the podcasts, blogs, CDs of some of your favorite Christmas stories, and more. Look us up on I like that story.net. And until next time, with music from Dan Schwartz, I'm Jeff Gould. Merry Christmas. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.